0: What's good? Had to take a deep breath. It's the homie Anthony T.J. Andrews coming at you with another installment of, you guessed it, The Rooftop Chronicles. How about we both take a big deep breath? One, one, two, three. And exhale. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully that made you feel a little bit better. So, I hope you're good. Hope your family's good. Hope you are doing good. Hope everything around you is good. If it's not good, it's about to get good. I just hope you dope as always. Um. So, perspective, man. Oh man. Let's let's jump right into it, so I was, uh, that's what we do here at the Rooftop Chronicles, we try to uh, get heavenly perspective, by the way, sorry about that, but um, I was looking at, and I suggest if you like interview, style, show, so to speak, um, David Letterman, my next guest, needs no introduction, man, oh man, do I like one-on-one interviews. I mean, you can go back to the 2020 days with, I think it was Barbara Walters, me, Oprah. Um, who else usually would have great interviews? Um, I mean, Letterman, Leno, the bigwigs, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the main cats before Fallon, before Kimmel, um, before these guys, right? Um, not to say that they don't do a great job. I think they do a great job. But this, um, this one right here, though, this, this show is on Netflix. Um, David Letterman uh, My next guest Needs no introduction man It's dope Because he Sits down Has one on one interviews With you know Famous stars um, Actors Comedians Musicians Athletes For that matter And like When you look at Like Letterman from the Late show Like the interviews Weren't as I'm gonna say Personal You know what I'm saying I mean, of course, he was. it was filming in front of a live studio audience, so it was always a lot of banter, it was always a lot of, you know what I'm saying, um, setups, you know, for the big knockdown, so to speak, you set up a joke, knock down a joke, and and it was usually always about, you know, what the guest was um, doing, you know, um, or what, what, what new movie they were about to come out with, or what new song they just recently had, you know, at the beginning of each show, each late night show, there's always like a five minute set, a couple minute set where they go through recent current events to make the audience laugh that's dope letterman usually uses uh he, us- he used to do i think the 10 things that he wouldn't do uh, or he'd give 10 reasons why he wouldn't do something that was just one of his famous bits i think he usually did i'm sorry if i butchered that whole thing but let's get back to what i was initially talking about my next guest and needs no introduction from david letterman he's actually watching that today and uh, i suggest that you watch it if you want to um He had an interview with Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, hilarious, Deadpool, uh, Safe House. If you want to go all the way back, I remember Ryan Reynolds from TGIF, two guys, a girl and a pizza place. Oh, yeah. Two guys, a girl and a pizza place. You come on ABC. Uh, I believe you used to come on TGIF. I used to watch that show. Ryan Reynolds was funny back then he's funny now me and my dad used to actually watch that show actually me and my whole family did so yeah but um this interview that he did with ryan Reynolds was all it was it was dope man it was really it was really amazing and another great thing about um this show is during 20 it was during uh 2020 so uh, letterman had to actually go to these people's homes and sit down and just just be a guest in their home and uh, i really admired how letterman um you know, did his research and he did his homework about every person that he was interviewing. Once again, that's what made it so personal. But one of the great things about this interview, and I'm sorry if I'm talking too fast. One, one I'm trying not to, you know, prolong this whole thing out. But one of the great things that he did on this interview was, um, you know, Letterman and Reynolds, they, they actually realized that they had a lot of similarities, you know, that he said that they were both strikingly handsome, which was, you know, you just gotta watch him. He was really funny. But they both grew up in homes, where they wished that their father would have asked them how they were, right? He basically said they shared a home and that's pretty much all they shared, right? It's not that they, quote unquote, hated their fathers, but it's just the simple fact that their their fathers just did not lock eyes with them and talk to them and their fathers didn't share or Get them to share how they were feeling, right? Um, of course, this pulled on my heartstrings like crazy. Reason it pulled on my heartstrings is because you know my father passed when I was 21, and um, there were just moments and things that I wish that we could do. I'm going, you know, I'm I'm in the process of something right now, and I would really love to sit down with him and have a conversation with him and ask him, you know, how did you feel? About this, I don't know what he would have said. I hope he would elaborate and go into great detail and we could, you know, relate on some things. Um, my father had a, a, a way with words where he may not speak very deeply about things that were emotional, but when he did speak, it was with emotion, and if it was about something that dealt with emotions it was only like a one or two liner but it would knock you right off your feet um one time in particular i remember him telling me hey you know what i usually don't say this but maybe you should let god handle this and i was like what you talking about willis you know what i'm saying his name was teddy i thought that would just be a good quip a good joke but anyway um yeah uh so he spoke, and he spoke with great weight when it dealt with those particular scenarios. But it, but back to the interview, it it really pulled on my heartstrings, man, because Ryan Reynolds just went into detail about you know his father during that time. You know, fathers were the breadwinners, and the mothers had to stay at home. And you know, um, he said his father was hard on them, quote unquote using the air quotes but I guess during those times when you're the breadwinner you have to you know bring home the bacon for your wife as well as four children he was one of four children Ryan Reynolds is the youngest of four children I guess it can be a little bit hard you understand what I'm saying but if you're not equipped with the tools to have a conversation with your children in regards to how they feel, then you lead by what you've learned over time. Or you just, I don't want to say you go with the flow, but there are some things that you're going to do and there are some things that you're just not going to do. And the things that you're going to do is because you just know that those are the right things to do. But the things that you don't do is probably because you've never been taught them or probably because your father or somebody in your life never asked you how you were. That was the biggest thing in that entire interview that I felt like just blew the cap off the whole thing where it was they both related with the fact that their fathers never really asked them how how they were doing and Ryan Reynolds once again he went on and said he wished that his father was here to see the great things that he's done I do too you know I guess the question I'm asking you is: How are you doing? How are you doing? Are you okay? How do you feel? What are you feeling? What thoughts are you thinking? Why are you thinking those thoughts? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Yo, soul. Why do we feel whack right now? Like, like how do you feel? That's very important to know. And it because if you don't know how you feel, then there are other areas in your lives that are going to go lacking and and it's going to be draining and what's going to happen is like strongholds are going to develop because there could be a sense of uh, kind of bitterness or remorse or regret because you didn't get the opportunity to express how you feel. And I came up with the uh, concept of the idea of strongholds from this interview because I've heard the word stronghold used a lot but I never really knew what it was a stronghold is a like a lot of ideas or uh, a lot of like thought patterns gathered over time that you've started to believe that they're true about yourself and those thoughts or those ideas that's the word those ideas that you've gathered over time be it from your childhood or from your journey up to this point in your life those thoughts or ideas if they aren't dealt with they begin to become rooted inside you and just as no one ever asked you how you felt, you may not ask or you may not be able to ask anybody else how they feel, right? So then that stronghold just becomes a pattern or becomes a cycle. The reason I'm asking you how you feel is because it's, it's these grown men, David Letterman's 74, you know what I'm saying? Ryan Reynolds, maybe late. 30s early 40s maybe 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 yeah maybe and they still have these ideas that say i wish i would have now i don't know if they're strongholds or not but the power of a father asking their son or asking their daughter how they feel is very very important that's what breaks down the strongholds that's what breaks down the ideas that we've gathered over time that completely go against what Abba or God has told us who we are, or goes completely against the idea that Jesus came and died, not just because I'm so sin-filled, but because he loves me and he actually wants to have a love relationship with me, right? The dope thing about God, the dope thing about Jesus the Holy Spirit is that they sit down And they lock eyes with you and they ask you, yo, how are you though? I saw this quote, I believe, online. And it said that God longs for you to be vulnerable with him. There is nothing that you can say that would make him change his mind about you even when you're being completely vulnerable with him. Vulnerability is just you being completely transparent and honest with how you feel and with how things are going for yourself at the moment. That vulnerability leads to freedom. So, yo, how you feel? I feel scared right now. I feel afraid right now. I feel angry right now. I feel bothered right now. I feel exhausted right now. I feel jive pissed off right now. I feel like I don't want to continue on right now. That's cool. Because what happens is, is when you present those things to Abba, he sits down and he asks even more questions so he can get down to that stronghold that's on the inside of you. So he can rip it out of you and take it away from you toss it to the side because it's a lie and then he can then affirm back over you that you are loved that he is there for you that he cares for you that he's listening to everything that he is listening to how you feel he understands how you feel that he is not your job or your father your relationship that he is abba and he's come to be lord over your job your Lord over the absence of a father, Lord over the absence of, of uh, you know, affirmation if you were a child or acceptance or, or or just a form of generosity, right? Lord over those things, Abba over those things, Father over those things, right? Strongholds. From another quote that I heard or saw the strongholds are brought on by lies lies are brought on by fear and fear is usually a form of idolatry strongholds it's in essence a belief system that we've gathered from a bunch of the lies that we've thought of or that we heard over an extended period of time and fear that those lies may be true and idolatry. Which could be acceptance. Love. You know what I'm saying? Money. uh, Reassurance. Like. All outside of the confines of who God is. You know what I'm saying? Going and trying to attain. Obtain those things. Outside of the. The realm of who Abba is. Right? Going outside of. What he deems to be good or what he says is good is idolatry, which is a hard pill for me to swallow. I don't know if you hear the thunder in the background. It's raining on the rooftops, but it's all good. It's all good. How do you feel? How do you feel? dope thing about it is is, you know, if we present it to Abba if we present it to our father in a very vulnerable way I'm guaranteeing that he's going to say it's okay I understand let's figure this out together so It's very important that the strongholds are ripped up and uprooted. And it's very important that you figure out why they're there. And you do that just by going to Abba and asking him how you feel. Do not allow years to go by. And you not express how you feel to your father. I don't believe that Letterman and Reynolds, that they have big gaping holes of of anger and anguish and heartache I hope that they don't because their father did not have the ability or the tools necessary to ask their sons or ask his son how he's feeling at the moment but what I do hope is that Jesus is inserted somewhere or Abba is inserted somewhere so that they'll know that their their earthly fathers may be gone but their heavenly father fills every gap and every hole because he cares. He locks eyes with his son and he asks his son or he asks his daughter how they feel. So yeah. Homie, have a time where you sit down and you ask you ask yourself how you feel Or you go and you tell Alva how you feel I'm pretty sure he, Nah I'm not pretty sure I know he'll listen Just sit there for a moment And he'll tell you How he feels about you I love you homie As always thanks for joining me The homie on the rooftops